Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings, welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence, Mr. Joe. Hey, man, what's happening? <laughs> oh, no, more pot. Uh, I had some over the weekend, man. I'm high. Again. <laughs> no, really. Jeez. Just medical I'm a lieutenant or... I want to run for lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania, but i got to be stoned to do it. Was it medical, <laughs> recreational, or edible? Oh, a little of all three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and now you have an Irish accent. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, Killing let's news. get some of that pot in here. Right, huh? what do you say? Well, they are considering legislation in Pennsylvania that would make uh, pot legal. Oh, I know they are. So I have no doubt that they are. I'm sure they're going to tax the heck out of it. Tax it, regulate it. And uh, the green thumb industries up in uh, Columbia or Montour County just built a, like a seven million dollar facility up there. I hope this doesn't hurt their investment with this uh, change coming. I'm sure there's more than enough of the green stuff to go around. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah, and it's hard to get uh, medical marijuana. Folks that get it say it's hard to get in Pennsylvania. Plus, you have to give well, up. Well, there's a dispensary right down on the highway. Give up your gun. Well, yeah, but getting the card is difficult. Oh, okay. It's expensive. And uh, I don't know if you need an attorney, but you need a go-between or a doctor or something. But then, of course, you got to give up your guns. and uh, You have to give up your guns to get medical marijuana? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't aware of that. Well, well that's exciting. Well, that's this, this ties, you know what I call the vortex brain removal material for individuals in Harrisburg. This is proof. You know, if you, if you have an anxiety disorder or, or you're just using medical marijuana for any one of a wide range of other topics, you can't have a gun. Well, all right. Now I know. So, yeah, it makes perfect <laughs> sense. Even though the medical marijuana and hunting and marksmanship might help you uh, shoot or protecting your home, you might find important if you're taking one particular medicine in Pennsylvania. Well, then you'll just have to offer whoever breaks into your home some marijuana. Okay, right. Would when's, you like a reefer? <laughs> when's the last time you heard somebody got high on marijuana and went on a shooting rampage? I don't know. I'm sure there was somebody that had marijuana no, in their system. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stan knows enough about gun. He's got an FFL. We've talked a little bit about this on air, so this is not a big disclosure. Stan, do people get high on marijuana and, and typically go on shooting rampages? <laughs> Couldn't, couldn't tell you. I've never used marijuana, so I don't know what it does to a person. I, I, I've heard that it, most people it mellows out, but I can't attest to that, so I have no comment on that. Now, Mark, you said it's a state thing that they take your guns. Actually, it's federal law in oh, 2473 okay. to ask if you have a, you know, use medical marijuana or something like that. You're not allowed to gotcha. purchase. So, gotcha. I, you know, as far as the state, uh, you know, they got to follow federal. You know, the, the FFL has to follow federal guidelines, which, you know, prohibits whether the state does or not that's neither here nor there okay so, hold on one split second stan let I me i mean it's what uh, uh go ahead and finish that sentence go ahead well no that's all i got to say about it. i mean it is what it is you know people got to make a choice where mm-hmm. they want to get higher own their firearms 
Okay. All right. Now, hold on one split second while I set the show here. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. And a toll-free line opened and stand dialed up. He's always got a good diatribe to kind of get us started. So good morning, sir. What do you got today? Well, I got a question for all the smart people out there. When did this country and the world, as far as that goes, decide that um, we have to normalize transgenderism and, uh, you know, the, how they call it, minor attracted people? How we have to, why, when did that, when did that stuff start? Because I'm confused. I, you know, I've always figured, you know, that certain things are just, you know, wrong. And you can't change your sex. I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. Science says you either a male or a female. When you die, you will be either a male or a female. If they ever come back in 50 years and have to dig you up and do a, a, a DNA test on you, your chromosomes will either be XX or XY. Correct? Don't matter what you said you were when you were alive. But I, I, my, that's neither here nor there. I just want to know when this madness started, because what? it's been built up, building up, building up, and we're to the point where we are now that Disney is supporting, basically, if if if, if uh, teachers can't say anything to a, a five to an eight year old about sex or transgenderism or anything you know like that in Florida, it's just wrong, and they're going to protest it and fight it and try and get the all law over changed. I don't understand it. When did it start? What? What? Tell me about this minor attraction. I'm not familiar. Yeah, with I'm that. not familiar with that either. Well, what are you talking about? No, there, there are. Instead of calling it pedophilia, some of these people, some college professors and stuff, have, oh, okay. and, and authors have come out and said that you know well, they're not they're not pedophiles. They're 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 minor attracted individuals, which is just sick. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm just throwing that out there. But I just want to know when this crap started. And how it has got to the level oh, that I know it's the answer. now. The answer is Tuesday. Yeah, that's when it started. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesday, I think Tuesday, it's more April, than that. We've been talking about it for a while. Was Friday, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was Friday, April 1st. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. That, that's a better date to pick. Yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a new one on me. Uh, well, I mean, whether you, it, I think it all started when we decided to become woke, when some people decided that, you know, we had to start normalizing things that heretofore had not been considered normal. I don't think there's an exact starting date. I think it's probably just, and of course, in Mark's world, everybody should be kind and generous and loving to one another. And that's not a bad idea. But if that means we have to accept things that we find uh, unacceptable or have been unacceptable in the past, then that's putting the burden on us when it doesn't really belong on us. Right. Right. It's the normalization of all this stuff that's got me. You know, if people want to go do whatever they want to do, as long as they're not hurting anyone else, okay. But don't try and force others that don't agree with this stuff to accept it. And that's what they're doing. It's we have to accept or you're canceled or whatever. You're shunned <laughs> or, or called a hate or you're racist, bigoted, blah, 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 blah. Or your tweets don't get wrong. through. Yeah, your tweets don't get through. Yeah. Well, I, I can't get on Twitter. They kicked me off a long time ago. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Too much misinformation. All right. Oh, no, there was no disinformation, Mark. It was all the truth. And by, speaking of disinformation, did you see the clips from the conference they had out in Chicago, University of Chicago, I believe it was, where the, some college students got up and uh, 
really laid it on to CNN and the, the people from the Atlantic. And yeah, I got and, a story uh, about that. About their disinformation. Yep, I got a story about that. I brought in the day I thought was interesting. As it relates to Hunter. As it relates to Hunter oh, Biden, right? Hunter. Yeah, yeah, okay. well, and the fact that the mainstream media f- was forced now to admit that there's a story here after they had been demanding that it was just Russian disinformation. Right. <laughs> to be continued. Yeah, they, you know, and they they they, they oh, backpedal. We well, they sort of backpedal, but they wouldn't answer the questions from these colleges. <laughs> that was more than one that I saw. All they right. just, you know, oh well, you know, it wasn't. It didn't interest me. The one woman, Applebaum, said it didn't interest me, so I didn't think it needed to be put out there as far as for the election. But you and I both know. So, that President if Don Jr. If Don Donald Trump runs for president, and Don Jr. had done something like that. That would have been 24-7, wall-to-wall, on all the mainstream media coverage. Well, I think that, uh, no question there. I think President Trump and, and uh, President Biden both brought uh, family coattails that had all kinds of questionable activities and or, you know, using influence and that kind of thing. I think they both brought that to the table. And I think people chose President Biden because they wanted President Trump out. I think they knew President Biden, oh, of course, was no. just a shell of a oh, former Hunter. self no, and that he, no, you know, no, he may no. have had some close ties with Hunter and or China or these this, kind of things. But still, they felt even with that it was an upgrade. So. The Atlanta journalist uh, Annie Stan, we gotta we gotta go. Give your last loud laugh. Well, wait and then a we'll just say goodbye. One, one second. The Atlanta journal oh. journalist he's talking about, Ann Applebaum, was asked specifically by a college freshman about the media's culpability in refusing to cover the laptop story when it first broke weeks before the 2020 presidential election. Applebaum asserted that Hunter Biden's controversial business relationships didn't have anything to do with the presidential race, and she didn't find it to be interesting. <laughs> but Donald Trump's children, oh boy, they were they were talking about them plenty back in those days. All right, we got you, Stan. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks for calling in. All right, Mike All right, is. Okay. Thank you, Mike is next up. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Yeah, I uh, I used to have this fantasy when I was a kid. I heard about think tanks where people thought about stuff and got paid for it, and me wanting to get paid money for doing nothing, you know, physically. I thought that'd be the perfect job. And <laughs> over the weekend. I kind of wasted a little bit of my time on think tank items if I had a think tank. And, and one thing, two, three things I was thinking about, and I actually only want a question from uh, you guys on the third one. But the first one is, you know, we're trying to get rid of CO2 uh, you know, because of global warming. But it's my knowledge that over the past, the Earth's climate has been cyclical and we've gone into ice ages and come out of it. What if... We were really supposed to be going into an ice age right now, and, and this uh, global warming is keeping us from doing that. And then we end up getting rid of all the uh, CO2, and we, we, we cause an ice age. And then the other thing I was thinking about was the war in Ukraine. And I'm not really into it. I don't follow it all that much. But what if, and, and it's my understanding that many wars in the past have started with things that were you know, very small or probing in nature. Well, what if Russia... In China are just kind of feeling us out how we're going to respond, you know, like when uh, Putin said they said he was carrying the uh, suitcase uh, nuclear code around with him. Well, what if he was seeing how we're responding to that, you know, and what if this is just a precursor for an all out attack to try to destroy the United States all at once? But the third thing, which I think is probably relevant <laughs> It's been reported that 18,000 people are being processed a day across our border in the South. And that's not counting the ones that are being, uh, you know, sneaking in. 
Okay. Are these and asylum the seekers? Thing? Pardon me? Are these asylum seekers, the 18,000? Yeah, that's what they call them. Okay. Right? Yeah, they, just, they walk across the border, you know. They can't walk across the Atlantic Ocean from Europe, so they're coming across the southern border. But my point is this. They're saying that airplane after airplane is picking these people up and flying them to cities where there's buses waiting, and then they move them, uh, you know, to wherever, where they live. And my question is this. Our government really likes to give us the statistics we want to hear, but why aren't we getting the data? How many of these people are unattached males? How many are uh, females? How many are children? Who's paying for these planes? How much is it costing? What cities are they going to? What towns are they being relocated? Because that has to be a tremendous undertaking that costs millions, if not billions of dollars. Where's the data? How come we're not being informed of what our government is doing and who's responsible for this coordination? Well, it gets worse than that. It gets worse than that if you believe the lieutenant governor of Texas who says, uh, and he had, I guess, some, some numbers to back it up, on the basis of the fact that for every one they catch crossing the border, the three more get in illegally that they don't catch, two or three more. He estimates that by the end of President Biden's term, roughly 20% of the people living in this country will be here illegally. Illegal? Yes. Now, there's some numbers, but they didn't come from our government. They're coming from people on the ground at the border. So I kind of trust those. And it's the only it's the only data we have. So, you know, we have to kind of listen to it. So my question is this. What is the purpose of this? And what is what are the goals? What What's trying to be achieved by facilitating 18,000 known people crossing our border into this country because you know i've been involved i brought three people into this country from foreign countries and i know what was involved for me to be able to do that legally okay and i've traveled to other countries and i know what's involved in me crossing borders and coming back to the united states so why is it so easy for people to walk across our southern border and what is our government trying to accomplish that's what i want to know I don't know, maybe Senator Toomey or Congressman Keller could answer that question for you. Well, you know, I I think there's probably about half the population of this country wondering the same thing to me, and I thought our government was supposed to uh, meet our needs. Why aren't they they being (laughs) up front? Why are they hiding this information? Why are these planes coming in under the cover of darkness? Well, that's a good question. They don't want it. They don't want people. They want people to believe that the entire issue is being generated by Fox News for some nefarious purpose or another. Well, and I think it's obvious President Biden has uh, lost control of the southern border. Okay, so that much is obvious. We kind of knew going in, or I always thought going in, that we'd have President Trump, and then we'd get President Biden, and then we'd get a real president. So until that happens, you know, I I, I don't. Well, certainly, they're not. You know, President Biden's not going to turn it around in time for the midterm elections. He probably won't do it in time for his so-called re-election, which he says he's going to run. So we're going to have to see. Then it's going to be a Republican. So when you choose your Republicans in the primaries coming up, pick somebody you think that's going to solve this issue. We've got one call coming in. Mike, we'll give you the last word. Go ahead. Now, you said you're pretty confident that it's going to go the Republicans' way, but didn't you just have a guy on last week that talked about how Pennsylvania has been you know, basically uh, passing out voter registration people uh, to illegal aliens for 20 years? 
I don't recall <laughs> that, but uh, I'm sure that's not going to make Pennsylvania vote for President Biden next fall or in 2024. Lawrence's worthless predictions. Of course, I thought Hillary Clinton was going to be president, and I didn't think Donald Trump was. <laughs> And I, oops, I think we, uh, we accidentally caller. got cut off oh, there. Sorry about that. It wasn't right. your fault. I right. think it was. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Whoever got cut off, call back. We'll be right back. He said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. That ain't working, that's the way you do it. Money for nothing and your chicks for free. Money for nothing. Money for nothing and your chicks for free, right? Okay, no, all right. Like a deal. <laughs> Noteworthy. <laughs> Get some pot in there and we're all set to go. That's why they call it radio news, honey. All right, 1-800-795-9565. I'm not sure why, but one of our good listeners says, please bring back Billy Beer. Oh, if you want to, oh, I see, family ties and how it can corrupt. Right, right. How family members have utilized. And President Biden's presidents. sister's making money off of him, too. She's writing, written a book. Who are famous Growing siblings? Growing up Biden. Siblings are kids who capitalized on their presidents. Jeb Bush certainly capitalized on the Bush name, but he was already a governor, right? Well, so. Billy Clinton did. Um, let's face it, there are quite a Billy few Billy Clinton. You mean uh, Billy Carter? Carter. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Billy. Any Clintons capitalize on their yeah, name? Yeah, I forget who his brother was. Uh, oh, okay. So he got five minutes of fame, too. Right. Sure. Fifteen minutes. Okay. So, I mean, Reagan... Uh, well, Reagan's children, I, they, they were largely not... Real close toward the end. Okay. Uh, his daughter, in particular, I think his son Michael was sort of made Michael a name was, for himself, yeah. but I, I think he was already kind of being talked about before President Well, Reagan let's face it, presidential started. relatives are always thrust into the spotlight. Back in the days of Eisenhower, uh, his grandchildren were thrust into the spotlight, you know, his his children, his brother, Dr. Milton Eisenhower, uh, you know, I wouldn't say he cashed in on it, but Milton Eisenhower certainly had his, his own career, an eminent career, before his brother became president. Is there any other way to look at Hunter Biden? And again, I'm asking this objectively. Is there any way to look at Hunter Biden that he did not capitalize on his father's senator name? Well, I, I, I think the, there is ample proof that he capitalized on the family name. The question is, what did Joe Biden know and when did he know it? He's denied that he ever discussed his son's business dealings with him, and yet he wrote a letter of uh, recommendation to Brown University for uh, one of his son's Chinese business partners. So, mm-hmm. 
It doesn't exactly me sound it's exactly sound to me like they've been forthcoming about this. Mm-hmm. And some influence peddling is illegal, and some lobbying is illegal. So that's there. Some isn't, and of you course, know, depending some on what you do. I don't think there's anything per se wrong with writing a letter of recommendation. If I said to you, Mark, uh, listen, I have a friend Al over here. He'd like to go to Brown University. Would you write him a letter of recommendation for their journalism school? And you do it, you know, but on the other hand, I say, hey, Mark, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you $50,000 if you write this letter of recommendation, mm-hmm. right. and I'm going to okay. buy one of your half-million-dollar paintings from you. All right, 1-800-795-9565. I am sure none of this has anything to what Joseph wants to talk about. Go ahead, sir. Open phones Monday. Thanks for calling in. You're on the mark. Okay, thank you for taking my call. Yeah, uh, last week I made a statement, and I was wrong, and I'm, I want to admit publicly that I was wrong. And I will apologize for what I said, and I'm not saying this facetiously, but uh, the woman that was the lady that was running for or nominated for Supreme Court, and she she was saying she couldn't tell a male or, fe- or a female, you know, a woman, what a woman was. And I said she must be an idiot if she did that. Uh, I was I was wrong. I shouldn't have said that because. Uh, uh, anyhow, the word of Yahweh says you should not speak evil against the rulers of your people. And the judge is going to be a ruler, of course. But uh, what I'm saying is uh, I, I think my, my judgment on that now is that she is a woke graduate from Harvard. That's a fact. <laughs> and uh, she has been taught certain things. And uh, we are what we learn or what we have been taught or how we have been brainwashed, Okay. I'll give you a classic example of that. When the Muslims dove their planes into the Twin Towers, they hollered Allah Akbar. They believed, they gave their lives for it, they were sincere, and they believed that they would go to heaven with uh, 70 virgins and wine and all this stuff. That's what they were taught. So they're, they're not idiots, they're just deceived people who have been taught wrong things. And I sincerely, I sincerely believe now that rethinking this, what I said, uh, about her being an idiot? No, she's not an idiot. But uh, she, I, I think, seriously, she cannot really tell what a woman is because she is not a biologist. In other words, because now it's accepted that what they call quote-unquote transgender, which there is no such thing, uh, that that may be another gender. And she's, uh, so she, uh, I don't think she was lying either. I think she was just deceived. And, and ignorant of the truth. And I don't want to be, because I know I'm going to have to give a, account for every idle word that I speak. My Savior said that. And so I don't, I, I apologize publicly for what I said about her being an idiot. Well, good. You're off the hook now. Yeah, yes, between I that and that. confession, <laughs> you're good I to go. <laughs> okay. All right. Glad you were able to unburden your conscience. <laughs> we got it. All right. Thank, Thank you, you so much, sir. Thanks for calling in. Hope you feel uh, like a lighter lighter man. Yes. So. Relieved of a tremendous burden. Uh, don't read the blue highlighted, okay. just the white. All right. Uh, the problem with Hunter suspect business deals is how much Joe Biden got from them. 10% for the big guy. There you go. Yeah. And then the transport of illegals around the country is purposeful to change red states to blue. The border problem is nothing but politics in action. 
And then Biden didn't lose control of the border. He's never had control over the border or anything else. Right. Well, and then our friend controlled something. Our friend Tom says yeah. it's been many years since I saw the George Strait Circus train go through Sunbury. One must have gone through recently, however, as the clown population has increased dramatically. <laughs> yeah, the clown car is it's in the train. All right, call <laughs> us again one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We just lost a call. Somebody started just let it ring a second, then hung up. Or maybe wait till the nine a.m. hour. Yeah, definitely wait till the nine a.m. hour. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. But we would love to hear from you at that time. Yeah, Hunter Biden widely being uh, talked about. Uh, this was the subject of a lot of the uh, news talkers over the weekend. Was that uh, Hunter Biden's laptop was largely ignored and or well, I would say even partially covered up by some news media. It got a little bit of coverage. Yeah, well, you know, never really latched on. And and I think the media is biased. We know that to be true. Well, so Brian therefore, Stettler got th- pushed into a corner. Uh, he was asked by one of these kids from the Chicago th- thinker, Christopher Phillips, says, you push, I'm talking about CNN, he said, they pushed the Russian collusion hoax, they pushed the Jesse Smollett hoax, they smeared Justice Kavanaugh as a rapist, and they also smeared Nick Sandman as a white supremacist. Uh, and yes, they dismissed the Hunter Biden laptop affair as pure Russian information, Phillips said. The student accused journalists of being little more than apologists and cheerleaders for President Biden before asking why all the mistakes of the mainstream media and CNN in particular seem to magically all go in one direction. In order to protect democracy, the CNN host said journalists must admit it when they screw up. However, that isn't what CNN and Stetler have done. They have shambled and disseminated. Has Fox News ever said anything ill of President Trump? Have they switched? You know, I mean, like CNN and and MSNBC now are on the Biden bandwagon to some extent, I mean, as much as they can be. But has Fox ever disavowed the fact that President Trump, you know, didn't win the election or anything like that? I've never heard them, you know, obviously the talking heads have have problems with the way the election went. But as far as Fox's news segments go, and I've said this to other people. I give Fox and CNN high marks for their news segments. You know, the problem comes when they start mixing commentary in there. You know, they, they broadcast a story which could be fair and balanced, but then they bring a panel of experts in, both of them, to tell you how you ought to think about it. So if you watch Fox News, like at 6 p.m., there's a newscast that they talk about all the issues in the world objectively? There are some okay. newscasts like that all day long on Fox. Okay. All right. yeah, and on CNN that. as well. Well, but I see when I watch CNN, I see the bias through and through all the time. But I'm a little bit more sensitive to it. I think that might be part of it. But we'll find out. Okay, to be continued. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is here, mayor of Shemokin Dam, but that's an aside. He comes here as a conservative Fox Funnel aware and natural born listener who's willing to dismiss almost any woke comments that you might have to make over the telephone or that I bring up. And uh, his favorite title is what they is a four letter word that he hears occasionally at the dinner table. 
Bald <laughs> or Papa. Okay. <laughs> Either way. One eight hundred. That's a four-letter oh, word. <laughs> I'm Mark. Yes, it is. I'm Mark Lawrence. There's no four-letter words that describe me. Generally oh, speaking. yes, there are. Really? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like. Uh, well, let's see. Handsome is too extreme. Remember, we are broadcasting. Handsome. No, uh, strikingly handsome. That's too many letters. I'll have to think about that. Yeah. Give me a minute, will you? <laughs> okay. Woke. How about that? That that would be a good one, That yes. seems to be coming up today. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Kevin Herr is our fabulous producer on the other side of the glass. He'll have some uh, wise choices of bumper music as the show progresses. So we always listen to his artwork. That's half his obsession over there is making sure. But he gives us full attention to the show, and we appreciate that. So call him now first, 1-800-795-9565. You'll be on hold for a short time, and then we'll put you on the radio. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We would love to hear from you uh, in one of those media this morning. Uh, in the news, some very brief news headlines. Former President Donald Trump endorsed Mamet Oz in Pennsylvania's crowded Republican U.S. Senate primary, ending months of jockeying for his support. In a statement Saturday evening, President Trump said his decision was all about winning elections as he formally backed the celebrity heart surgeon known as Dr. Oz. Uh, the president said, quote, The great Commonwealth of Pennsylvania has a tremendous opportunity to save America by electing the brilliant and well-known Dr. Mamet Oz for the United States Senate. Unquote. Trump said, in part, Dr. Oz is smart and tough, will never let you down, therefore he has my complete and total endorsement. Good luck, Dr. Oz. The country needs you! Exclamation point. Unquote. Uh, Oz had been competing for Trump's endorsement in the May 17th primary, primarily uh, against uh, former hedge fund CEO David McCormick, whose wife, Dean Powell served in Trump's administration. The two had gone to extensive lengths to win over the former president, who remains deeply popular in Pennsylvania. As a conservative forum in Pennsylvania last weekend, or at a conservative forum in Pennsylvania last weekend, both McCormick and Oz both said they would 100% like to have Trump's uh, endorsement. The decision marks a disappointment for McCormick, who met with Trump last week and had hired a litany of former Trump aides for the campaign, though he was virtually unknown to voters before declaring his candidacy in January topped a Fox News poll recently of Pennsylvania voters. Trump had previously endorsed Sean Parnell in the race, but Parnell withdrew his candidacy amid allegations of abuse from his estranged wife. The turnabout raised questions about the vigor of Trump's vetting process, which insiders say the uh, pre- former president doubled and redoubled the vetting of candidates before President <coughs> Trump will make an endorsement. And I don't think you're going to find any dirt on Dr. Haas. Well, I th- he's been out in the public for some time now. Right. So I think if something secret was to be found, that would be, uh, we'd know it by now. I told you, he's the man. I know, Dr. you love Oz. him. The carpet bagging doesn't seem to really <laughs> injure people or, you know, sort of hurt his campaign too much. So, And he certainly speaks the speak, you know, this conservative speak, you know, anti-wokeism. And they're and so trying on. to make him sound like a Hollywood liberal, which he isn't. Well, but see, he used to be liberal. Okay, so that's fine. Well, so did President Reagan used to be liberal. He was once right. a Democrat. I so. used to be a Republican. I mean, is people change. Can you hold that against? And sometimes for the worst. Well, would you would you be <laughs> wiser? You know, are you wiser? We remember we talked about wisdom last week. That maybe President Trump is smart but not wise. So is uh, Dr. Oz wiser today as he grew older? Well, I would think so. You know, no, hopefully, so. we all are. Are you are you wiser now than you were twenty years ago? <laughs> 
Well, every time I sometimes I say things to you off mic, and you say, "Oh, you wise acre." What's a wise acre? Oh, I, I think I use another word that's shorter than that. <laughs> yeah, it does so start with an A, though. Back, back to the four-letter <laughs> word. Oh, no, that's that's not four letters. All right. Anyway, back to the news. Uh, we can talk about the, the Dr. Oz endorsement if you wish. President Trump made it 100 percent clear that that's his uh, man, and generally endorsements come with campaigning. So President Trump may come back to Pennsylvania for that. How can we close the skills gap in the Valley? Kendi Alvarez, Lewisburg's new mayor, says there are some entities working on that, and she's now on board. She says places like Cedar Cog, the community colleges that exist around here, or the new community college, will help fill available jobs with people who have needed skills. There are people in our community doing the hard work to make sure that those programs can be created and filled She was on a recent WKOK Sunrise uh, program. You'll hear more from her tomorrow. She's a mortgage professional, and we'll talk about the state of the real estate market in our area. Uh, They will use uh, DNA to positively positively identify the six people killed during that I-81 pileup last month. The coroner in Schuylkill County said they're getting DNA samples from the four men and two women killed in the March 28th crash on I-81. Officials said earlier the victims were burned beyond recognition. They think they are two individuals from Montgomery County and four individuals from out of state, but positive identification coming. Now an update. We talked about Twitter, and of course it's uh, they have an algorithm that makes conservatives less vocal on that platform. Elon Musk bought a majority stake in Twitter, uh, and he's conservative, but he says he's not going to join the board. Here's the very latest on that. Twitter CEO Parag Agrawal confirmed the news in a statement to team members last night. He says Elon Musk has decided not to join its board of directors despite buying a 9% stake in the company and getting a direct invite to join the board last week. But Musk is still Twitter's biggest shareholder and Agrawal says, like all shareholders, Musk is expected to provide valuable input. Musk hasn't commented on the decision, but overnight posted a smiling emoji with a hand over its mouth. It's since been deleted. Monica Ricks, CBS News. <laughs> By whom? It would be the question. And finally, Walt Disney World wants you to be the ha- wants it to be the happiest place on earth. If you're going to live there, they're going to start an affordable housing development. Last week, Walt Disney World announced they've earmarked 80 acres of land in Central Florida on which they hope to build affordable housing. The company says they're hoping to make a difference in people's lives, but they also <laughs> need the housing for their Disney cast members, which means employees. So, in other words, they're going to get first preference, the cast members. Right. right? Okay. And it's affordable, which means they're probably not paying their people enough to to live down there. If they want to make people happy, they could lower the price of admission to their parks and limit the number of people they let in on any given day so that you can actually get on a ride All right, without paying the exorbitant premium to get on a ride. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, Eric is on the line. Go ahead, sir. Thanks for calling in. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Now, I just woke up, but what? What? when you refer to woke, what are you talking about? Well, uh, I'm sure the left would like you to use the word enlightened. <laughs> <laughs> but what does it stand for? Is it an acronym? Is it yeah. what, what is it? <laughs> it's an acronym for wild, wrong, <laughs> o- over, cool, 
uh, ideas. Oh, that's an E, not an I. I don't know. Woke is this term that conservatives use as a disparaging no, reference I mean, to they, liberals. Well, I don't think it's a disparaging term. I think liberals use it themselves. Do they? Okay. Don't they? Uh, not that I'm aware of, but maybe. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know, Eric. It's 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 like the air. You can't define it. It's just there. Oh, oh. So it's not like this. Uh, let's go Biden type, uh, Brandon type thing. <laughs> well, uh, you know, <laughs> I have not seen any "Let's Go Biden" signs anywhere in Norway. Oh, they, I, they, I, I've seen them. You guys haven't been around. That got to get out of Pennsylvania a little bit more. Well, uh, so the other term I, I've been hearing lately is uh, some of the uh, political ads saying so and so was a never Trumper. What's that supposed to mean? That means that they never supported Donald Trump. That's a kind of an easy one. Right, and won't do anything And that they believe that anybody, anybody other than Donald Trump would be preferable. And it's usually Republicans they're talking about, right? Not Democrats. No, they've been talking about some Democrats. They refer to the FBI people as never-Trumpers. Okay, well, they used to call John McCain a never-Trumper. Right, well, he didn't like Trump, so... right. Hence so, the name. So that's, that's a disparaging term, like whatever mm. walk, walk, walk is as well? No, it's like, I don't know if it's really disparaging. I think it's just ultra-descriptive, and it's, of course, really too uh, incomprehensive to be true. You know, like John McCain voted for plenty of things that President Trump was supporting, you know, except some of the biggies. So, um, so, you, so you could conceivably be a conservative, but a never-Trumper, and then that's... Oh yeah, well, sure. Yeah, somebody? lots, lots of, sure. lots of smart. Yeah, sure, sure. Wow. Woke. <laughs> oh, one of our listeners. Oh no, this is Kevin. Posts this up here. It says, "Woke is alert to injustice in society, especially racism." Woke. Thank, thank you. There's the official pronunciation. <laughs> thank you. Okay. All right. I'm going to start seeing, uh, and this is this is what what I hate is you have these ads, you know, pro or for, usually against, I mean, uh, against, and it's paid for by this political committee, which is some, uh, you know, uh, you know, rights for America or progressive way forward and everything. And, and those are the ones that bother me because they're obviously supporting or, you know, one candidate over another, but then you don't know, you know, where the money's coming from or there's, there's no, you know, accounting and so forth. Well, you can look it up. It is accountable. Is it? Yes, every radio and television station that runs the ads has to have a, um, I guess, um, the it's name of it's the... It's like a disclaimer, really. Right. You have to have the well, name of the people. That, but how do you find out who, who's plugging Federal the money election into the organization? Commission. Federal Election Commission or Pennsylvania Election Office. Well, they have to PA. register in the Commonwealth. So, yeah, yeah you can look it up in the org. state. So, the, the one of them is like uh, America Forward, let's say. So, I could look up America Forward somewhere and find out who is funding America Forward or... Well, should be able to find some information yeah, about them. it's trackable. You see it in national news media sometimes, so there must be some way to find out. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You yeah, know, they'll so. say like the Eric Progressive Forward Committee is primarily funded by Eric of Port Treverton, and it's <laughs> he's its main donor. Yeah, all my all my money, my retirement. You're right, guys. That's why I call this show because well, it's free. You know. So. Okay, guys, that's all I have. All right, thank you, sir. Uh, just, Jeez. Uh, it, Everyone's got to pay attention to where the money's coming from and who's, you know, but all these uh, cryptic terms, you know, why don't we just come out and say what, what we mean, you know? Well, you know, but to, to, to say that, you know, uh, for a former president is going to sway, you know, sway this next election, you know, people, you know, that's, we got to, got to, got to vote like a 2022, not like a 2020. 
Well, now I just looked up America Forward. They have a name. Uh-huh. They have a uh, Facebook page. I'm sorry, not a Facebook page, but they have a website. They uh-huh. say they are a nonpartisan policy initiative of New Profit, a national venture philanthropy fund that seeks to break down the barriers between all peoples. They're woke. <laughs> and and who and who is their major funding sources? Um, let's that would see. Be probably farther in than Joe will find just through click through. News impacted. I'm looking to see if they have they not, they're not picturing their board of directors here on the website. <laughs> Sorry. Well, the board of directors doesn't mean actually their funders either. But uh, okay, just you know. Although they are I, definitely. I, my suggestion is people just you know investigate. You know, don't take. Uh, don't take one president, former president, uh, disgraced president's opinion on anything. You know, checked out the issues. That's you know? right. But, Don't listen um, to Bill, Bill Clinton. A, we should have a very interesting, uh, um, you know, election coming up. Is that that around the twentieth of May, gentlemen? I think it is. Is it the next like our uh, our uh, next election? Uh, somewhere well, in May. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> May seventeenth this this month. Okay. It's this around, around the third third Tuesday of May. For the primary, I thought looking for the primary election. So right, okay, well, all right. Okay, thank you, know, you, sir. Vote. That's what I'm going to say. You know, research right, yourself. You. All right, don't listen to all the political ads research yourself. on TV because it's just the rich people who can get afford to get on TV. You know, find out who it is. All right, you know? do the research yourself. All right, thank you, Eric. Thanks thank for calling you, in. I appreciate the opportunity yep. as always. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six. Actually, they are not exactly uh, America Forward is not exactly nonpartisan. They definitely appear to be left leaning. Okay. In reading the material on their website, then one of our emailers says, "Knock Fox all you want, but if you don't watch at least one show a day, you won't know what's happening in the country. Network media will not air anything that shines negatively on Biden until they have no other option." That's right. So if you watch Fox and you watch CNN and them. MSNBC and PBS and uh, BBC, you probably pretty good glimpse. I mean, everybody has something the other ones don't have, and everyone has something they don't show. Well, look at the coverage. This morning, I watched, I bounced back and forth as I do every morning between CNN, MSNBC, and Fox. CNN Only because was, you're so impatient, you can't watch commercials. Let's well, get no, that I don't watch the, the commercials. But CNN, right. CNN was focused on the Ukraine and on Boris Johnson's visit to the Ukraine. <laughs> Wearing his suit in the war zone. I right. thought that was cute. Uh, MSNBC was focused on the Masters tournament and the fact mm. how well Tiger Wood didn't do. Although, God bless him, he was able to compete, which is a miracle in and of itself. And Fox was focused on the border. And they, that's where I got that comment this morning. They had the uh, lieutenant governor of Texas on and the attorney general of Texas talking about the, the crisis at the border, which the Biden administration refuses not only to acknowledge, but not to do anything about. I think they've acknowledged it. I just don't think they've fixed it. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. 
There we go. Kevin's busting the speaker. He's got it turned up so loud over there. All right. So that is uh, Miss Lauper, Cindy Lauper. Uh, I got to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, Fourth Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. Find out lots more about them at sunburymotors.com. They invite you to do what I have done in the past couple of weeks. Go to the Quick Lane. Oh, actually, I went there two times. Go to the Quick Lane on North Fourth Street in Sunbury. That's where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles. Get your vehicle serviced, filters, oil change, pump up those tires with nitrogen. The Quick Lane is open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can find them on the web at sunburymotors.com. Check out online specials if you want to build a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia. Maybe you want to build one of these new electric vehicles that are out. Build a Hyundai. The entry point for the Hyundai electric vehicle is $43,000. I was surprised to see the Ford Lightning, the F-150 that's all electric, starts at $39,000. So if you're going to build one, you can definitely build one at an affordable price. Not all electrics cost more than their counterparts that are non-electric or hybrid. Hyundai Tucson, Ford Mustang Mach-E, Kia Nero are all electric vehicles offered at the Sunbury Motor Company. All have a four- to six-week wait right at the moment to get them because of the chip shortage and the labor shortage and probably something else. So, uh, But go to the Sunbury Motor Company if you want one of those vehicles. I know Joe desperately wants a new electric vehicle. His next vehicle is probably going to be... Uh, no, the, I don't want to burn my neighborhood down. Uh, I have a story about that we can get oh, into later. Oh, cool. that'll okay. be good. More <laughs> false information. Super duper. Hey, right. All right, the Hyundai Tucson is up is for Joe. It's a nice big SUV and it goes 80 miles an hour on the All highway right. for hundreds of miles. Whoa. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Joe's going to be woke. All right, Cindy, thank you so much for your patience. Really appreciate it. Your timing was uh, not perfect to get right on the radio, but I know you waited, so thank you. You're on the no, mark. it's not a problem to wait. It's a privilege to be able to speak on the radio as far as I'm concerned. Good. Thank you. Good You're morning, on. gentlemen, and what a beautiful, sunny morning we're experiencing. Wow, drink it in because I hear it's going to rain the rest of the week. <laughs> but That's anyway, right. Um, I... I found the opening of the show kind of uh, humorous. And the reason is because the gentleman that was speaking, the gun expert, talked about how the reason... Mark, you said something about you can't... You have to turn in your guns if you uh, have medical marijuana or some version thereof. You just can't have them. I don't know if you have to turn them in. You can't have guns. Okay. And I thought to myself, I wonder if that's true for all psychiatric medication. I've never heard of such a thing, so I find that interesting that they singled out marijuana. But beyond that, let's consider this. So the gentleman, the expert, called in and he said, well, that's a federal law, right? Do you remember that? Yes. Um, That was the rule. It's a federal law. And I kind of, that's when I started laughing, because isn't it a federal law that we have borders and that you have to apply through a visa system to enter our country and have a green card to work here? Oh, no, no, no. Cindy, Cindy, please don't talk about that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, You are wrong, Cindy. We do not have have borders. We are not supposed to. Well, we talked about this a little bit Friday. Is not President Biden guilty of treason if he's not securing our borders? I think so, frankly. I, after I, I gave that some thought when I heard that on the radio last week, I, I don't understand. So back, I think it was in the Obama administration, they decided not to enforce the marijuana laws. And states started to legalize marijuana and medical marijuana. And the federal level, they decided not to enforce the marijuana laws, which is interesting because I think they're still on the books, right? They're just not enforcing them. They tried to... Uh, they tried. I believe there was a bill to legalize marijuana, and it failed. So, 
what's clear here is that the, at the federal level, most obviously, they just pick and choose which laws they want to enforce. And worse yet, get distracted on crap that means then that the resources, the energy that would go to solving legitimate problems we have as a country are lost in the miasma of the crap. Yeah, look at look what would happen if President Biden thought that uh, got mixed up one day and woke up and thought the Russians were coming over the southern border. Oh my gosh, every, every military resource we have would be sealing that border up so tight nobody could get across. Well, I find that I, that's a good thing, good point that you raised. So here in our country, they said 70% of Americans on the news there, you ran support giving weapons to the Ukrainians to defend themselves against the Russians. And I certainly do. Help me understand why we feel so passionately that that border matters, but at the same time can't close our own border. Well, I can't think control that, our own border. Actually, I think the, the proportion of people who agree with you is is about the same. President Biden's approval ratings are in the can, and not because of anything he's doing in Afga- or Afghanistan, in Ukraine, but because the southern border is widely perceived as being 100% open, and it's really about 90% open, you know, just to be, I guess, <laughs> fair or accurate. But, because uh, the occasional fool actually uses the process. 18,000 people, 18, people a day. They use legitimate asylum to get uh, relocated to someplace nice. Well, I would say it's not legitimate asylum because asylum says you have to demonstrate that you know there are certain criteria, and one of them is that you don't like where you live. We don't we don't have that. It seems to me like Biden has instituted on our southern border this North American compact that they cooked <coughs> up that came out during the Bush administration where they wanted to unify all of North, all the countries of North America to be like the EU and that, there, that you could move freely across all these borders without having visas or passports and that, you know, economically things could change. They even proposed a universal um, currency. I'm sure many of the people seeking asylum say that they do have some wretched situation wherever they came from that makes the U.S. But they are supposed to stop at the first country they come to where they are not being oppressed. Yeah, they they have Ukrainians coming through the southern border. They must have gone someplace else in between. Even if they just flew over. Do we really think that when they uh, when these people, if they show up, which I'm somewhat skeptical about, if they showed up to their hearing? and they lose that privilege of asylum, is Biden going to run buses around the country to take them back to the southern border? I don't think so. I think they fly them. I think the scheme here is just to let them, you know, to encourage them, frankly, to become lost in the, the, you know, in in our country, become invisible like so many have succeeded in doing so far, and then the, the, the proponents of this mass migration into the United States intend to provide for an amnesty to legalize these people, because this is becoming dysfunctional. Well, you know what the first you step know. will be? The first step will be, well, these people need green cards so they can work. Yes. Because then we'll we give can't them green just have cards. them sitting around here doing nothing. Right. <laughs> and then after that, and they, they say... they want to legitimize their work, because, right. I, you know, I've read reports where there was a hue and a cry, because if you're here illegally and working and you get hurt, you don't get workman's comp. Oh, no! 
You don't get workman's comp. That's just terrible. Well, you're here illegally. Let's review. You came here illegally. You're working illegally. Let's Why would review. you be entitled to something? They don't pay taxes. I don't care what people say. Oh, yeah, if they go buy a pack of gum, they pay that penny tax. But they're not paying income taxes at the local, state, and federal level. They're just not. So, you know, if you're not working on the books, you're not paying any of those taxes, which is how they can afford to live here illegally. Because <laughs> they keep that third of their income that the federal government, state government, and local government confiscate. Thank you so much, Cindy. And, and I love, I love the, the educator that came out on you. Let's review. They're here illegally. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's the, straight from the kitchen table, from Cindy to Thank us. You. Thank you, Cindy. Thanks for Bye. calling in. What's your observation, quick, Jim? Uh, I forgot. You, you, I was about to give it, and then you started talking, and I was listening to what you said, and I forgot what and I was going to say. you didn't interrupt me, which you usually no, do. No, well, that's, that's because I was listening. No, you actually were saying something rather interesting for a change. <laughs> okay, yeah, Cindy's <laughs> educational background. One of our good listeners says, Cindy is correct about federal laws and regulations. For some reason, some are ignored. Why? Yeah. Says the writer. Next one, Joe. And then, uh, if Disney wanted to make people happy, they could stop pushing their transgender agenda against kids. And then this one I, I is uh, fair. Tom is the head clown of any leftist circus. So we have well, a leftist, leftist circus, circus and, and a rightist right circus. circus. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, read Red Handed by Peter Schweitzer. It lays out the case against Joe Biden and his corruption with China. It is well footnoted. All right. Super. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Quickie break. Got a caller waiting. Got an email waiting. We will be right back. Gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Disney. We can't say that. It's Here come the children leftists. are dreamers of all ages. Here come the leftist clowns. Yep, oh, look who's out in front. It's Tom. <laughs> and here's the rightist clowns. <laughs> and there's Stan. Hey! Oh, jeez. And we wonder why we lose listeners. Right. Unbelievable. All right, lower right-hand corner and then the caller. All right, the vast majority of asylum claims at the border are bogus. There are NGOs south of the border coaching illegal illegals on how to claim asylum. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our open line. Tom, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Good Monday morning, guys. Uh, I don't know. Are either of you familiar with Cheryl Atkinson? I know who she is. Refresh my memory. Okay. Well, she is an investigative journalist. During the Obama administration, she literally had her uh, home computer uh, infiltrated by what she certainly believed, and there was a lot of evidence that it was done by somebody inside our, uh, our, our, our Washington intelligence. And uh, she does a lot of independent uh, investigating. Her show comes on every morning Sunday at 8.30, and there, there's basically three 20-minute skits that she does of her investigating. Uh, this week, what she did, and I don't know if any of you have ever heard of the Great Barrington Declaration. It was a, uh, a scientific, uh, for lack of a better term, journal uh, done by three eminent people. One, a guy by the name of Jay Bhattacharya of Stanford University, Martin Kulderf of Harvard University, and uh, Sanatra Gupta of Oxford. And it was published in October of 2020, and the premise of their, their findings in Scientific Journal was that we should target, as, as regards COVID, we should have a focused protection policy 
to those who are most at risk for COVID, you know, infection, and that we were damaging other groups such as the poor, they mentioned, uh, young people, and, and business. Well, shortly after their publishing, and they had 30-plus scientists sign on to this document, uh, NIJ, which funds an awful lot of their research, cut a lot of their funding. Fauci and Collins had emails, which were recently discovered, saying we have to immediately discredit this document and these scientists. And uh, it, it just, it was so eye-opening. I, you know, somehow the mass media has buried this. Is she on Fox uh, News? It, it, well, it's on Fox 56 every Sunday morning. They're an affiliate, oh, okay. I think, out of Scranton, a right. Fox network. But uh, look, just look up the Great Barrington Declaration, B-A-R-R-I-N-G-T-O-N. It explains it all, and it's just... It's, it's just an amazing thing. Well, much of her early on, I would, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's all coming back to me about the show. But a lot of her things are found out to be unfactual, and a lot of her premises are found not to be true. Where did you see this? Who found this? People that do fact checking of the things that she's talked about. Well, Generally speaking, yeah. she's not first with too many things, but she sort of keeps things going. You know, like she backs up and believes and follows and likes the Pillow Man's movie or his documentary that he did, if you want to call it that. So some of the things, some of the things that she's found are found to be not factual. But that doesn't mean that most of them are, or all of them. You know that, you know, maybe it's an opinion. Maybe it doesn't really come down to facts. Maybe it just comes down to an opinion. But in any event, she's there on Fox 56 on Saturday morning with three segments that so, relate to important... Sunday morning. Sunday, Sunday morning, morning, okay, with important Sunday stuff. Sunday morning, 8.30. All right. I would urge your audience to watch her, <laughs> again, her skits. But this one, uh, you know, I'd like to see it disproven if it's not. Okay. To me, it's such a condemning uh, article regarding what Fauci and Collins did and COVID uh, with their restrictions. All right. We got you. Thank you so much, Tom. Thanks for calling in. You're welcome. All right. Chris is next up from Milton, Pennsylvania. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning. Uh, where do you begin? Well, yeah, where do I begin? It's hard to say. First of all, people who cry baby about the Trump dossier, that wasn't covered by the mainstream media, media until after the election. Okay. So you can dry up those crocodile tears about how unfairly Trump was treated. Do you think Hunter Biden was a- adequately covered by the mainstream media? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Continue. Okay, now you want the explanation. Sure, go right ahead, please. I already have given it to you a couple times. But right, but have, we... I have more information now. But the funnels block things from going in my ears, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the story was disputed. The, the one reporter didn't want his name on it from the New York Post that broke the story. And were the only ones that had the laptop and didn't share it with any other media. And the one reporter didn't think it was sufficiently verified and didn't want his name on it. And they put another na- reporter's name on it who hadn't ever read it. Okay. Is it a legitimate story now? Now, well, it's surely a legitimate story, but whether it's uh, whether it says anything about Joe Biden is very doubtful. I mean, I know Joe keeps saying the big guy, the big guy, and assuming it's Biden, 
Right. But the only person who claimed that that was Biden was Tony Bobolinsky, uh, one of Hunter's associates. And he has admitted since then that it was probably just by he thought it was certainly possible it was just uh, Hunter throwing Joe Biden's name around. But actually, in the later on, Biden re- refers to uh, Joe Biden as the chairman and has said that that's what he the chairman when he uh, talked about it was the chairman was Joe Biden. Okay. So, so that who's, was his term for it. Who's the big and guy then? There is who's the big guy he, then? Who's the, the big, big guy? Well, you figure it out. Well, no, you're the one well, saying it's not I the president. Know, you don't know either. Oh, I do. Exactly. I think it's Joe That's Biden. It's the only person it could no. be is Joe Biden. No. Who was higher up in the food chain? I just told you why. Are you listening? Who is higher up in the food chain in that organization? Who is higher okay. up? What organization? The Biden family business. Who's, uh, who, who would, well, who would on, he be referring on, to? There is no Biden family business. Oh, yes, there is. It involves foreign money all the time. <laughs> Joe, Joe. So who's the big guy? Yourself. You're saying it's not Joe Biden. I'm, I'm willing to concede it might be somebody else. Who is it? Uh, who would it make sense to be? Hmm? No. <laughs> it makes sense, but it, that doesn't make it true. And that I just told you why, because he refers to Joe as the chairman. And so do of all, as I just said, his partner said, who was the one who first suggested it was Joe Biden, was that he thought it was also just equally possible that it was just Hunter throwing Joe's name around in connection with the deal they were talking about in the email. And the deal that they were talking about later, Joe... Later, Hunter Biden has an email saying the chairman said no. Well, you know, back in and the that, day... That and he has said that the chairman was Joe Biden. You could have the big guy, the chairman. They could just be different terms for the same person. Admit they it. They could be, but you don't know that. So let's get well, that you don't the know that they. You don't it's know that they aren't. You, you, don't, have, you don't know that they aren't. Okay, proven negative. Well, I'm, you're the one that came in and said they're not talking about Joe Biden. You prove it. I, I, uh, I gave you the reasons why you can't assume it's Joe Biden, and they're very good reasons, Joe. Oh, I can assume it's Joe All Biden right, because so it is Joe Biden. Oh, you can assume it's Joe Biden because why? Let's move on. Let's, because it doesn't make sense for it to be anybody else. Let's just stipulate that it might There's be Joe Biden. There's a lot of people who could be called, and it might not even exist. Just like I said, it could be just Hunter throwing his name around. Can we move on? <laughs> I know Joe. Joe doesn't want to. He doesn't want me to move on. He does. He deep down he does. He just his friends, his fox funnels won't let him. But you can. No, they won't. <laughs> yeah, thank and you. And then as far as uh, as far as Sydney goes, with the the people who are coming in, I repeat, are legal oh, if right. they are asking for asylum. And whether they're coached on how to do it or not, U.S. law says they should have a hearing. And do we have jails to put them all in? No, we don't. Okay. So the answer so is we just let them loose all over the country. legally here. So the answer is we just let them loose all over the country. That's a great plan. Uh, we'll see how many show up. If over <laughs> 90% of them show, show up at their hearings, and if they want to be legal, 
that's the advantage of waiting in line is you don't have to go through How many have showed up so far for their hearings? There certainly must have been hearings from the start now, don't you think? I don't know. You tell me. Well, I'm sorry. You're saying that most of them are going to show up. I'm just saying I don't think that's a fact not in evidence. We'll have to see how many of them show up. And what's your guess? I don't know. I bet you it's over 80%. It's 85%. Really? Mm -hmm. Where are you getting that? Well, they're, they're... Asylum seekers, they have every opportunity to end up in the U.S. Uh, legally. What happens if they're denied? So why would they mess that up? What happens if they're denied? Then they get then, deported. Then supposedly they get uh, deported, yes. What else would happen? Right, but it, the system's being abused. I, I think that's, even if uh, they're here legitimately. Well, the system might be being abused, but then it's up to Congress and the, to try to get a loophole closed, right. which they should be doing. But neither side does because they both know the other side won't cooperate with anything one side wants, and neither side wants the other one to have a total victory. And that's the way our government is set up currently. So we're pretty much stuck that you're not going to get 60 votes for anything. All right, we got you. Anything else, Chris? Thank you so oh, much. There's lots of things you have uh, oh, uh, wrong on the on various uh, topics, but I, uh, you know, once my mind fills up with two things, a third one doesn't fit in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I, long. Know, I know how that goes. Thank you so much, <laughs> yeah. Chris. Appreciate Bye. that. Yeah, we uh, uh, lefty liberals only have so much space in our brains. Uh, let's see. We got lots of emails, so let uh, read this one if you don't mind. Please. Larry G from Texas says thanks to Cindy for the clarity that she has been able to provide your listeners. She's welcome in Texas anytime. All right. Have a great Holy Week, y'all. Thank you. All right there. All right. To answer Mike's question about why is the government encouraging this massive migration and secretly funneling them into society, it's purposeful. It's called the Cloward and Piven strategy. It's a Marxist-inspired strategy designed to overwhelm the country and destroy the essence of our representative republic and individual liberty by creating chaos, thereby creating a crisis to justify government intervention and control. This has always been a major game plan of these leftists to tear down and remake and control this country. Cloward and Piven strategy. Look it up. Yeah, I think the right uses it, too. I don't think it's uh, just a left thing. I think others have used it. Oh, I wouldn't say so. Alrighty, and, oh my gosh, a short email from the smartest woman in the world. We've never received I don't think Chris would believe anything about the Biden crime family. Family, even if it was right in front of him. Chris is a very devoted Democrat. All right, and then all of those are new. Okay. The whole asylum narrative is BS. They should be seeking asylum in the next country from their home country, not the USA. And that is the law, too, yeah. is it not? Yeah. All right. Chris is wrong and believes the mainstream media. Shameful. Another one says, Chris, 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 the Biden family is as corrupt oh, as the day is long. Chris, 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 Chris. Right. And the Biden family is about That's a corrupt... That's what I said. Chris, okay. Chris, Chris, the you Biden family. You didn't do family. enough Chris's. Uh, well, he only put three down. I'm not you making stuff meant. up here. He's six is This is an MSNBC. I don't make it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's Twitter. All right. The Biden family is as corrupt as the day is long. Read red-handed, Chris, and get the facts about the Biden family corruption. And I still say he's the big guy. And the news media was floating the Russian hoax before the 2016 election. That's true because the the, the right, it was dossier out, but it was never assembled. really got any focus right. or uh, sort of criminal investigation or anything like that. All right, then oh, the fact checkers claim Cheryl Atkinson is not putting factual info out. LOL. Uh, yeah, some of the information <laughs> that she's 
she's put out is false, but some of it is true. I mean, it's not. I think she has a, a bias, but uh, that seems to be you know the, the way of the world for journalists, legitimate or otherwise. All yeah. right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We got room for a couple of more callers today. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. illegal alien not people seeking asylum one of those texts please joe says the only people that would legal could legally ask for asylum in the united states would be mexican nationals well canadians could ask for it but i doubt that they would <laughs> yeah they want to get away from right. everything they have there all right and, upper right and then corner. dave says now i understand who the big guy is it's chris <laughs> would chris also give you his address since he feels illegals would make great next door neighbors signed dave asylum seekers aren't here illegally <laughs> didn't we say that all all right. Ken from Loganton, PA. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Thanks for calling. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. Well, uh, yeah, the 30 some percent of think Biden's doing a great job must be led by Chris. <laughs> that 30 some percent should have these illegals imported or played, deported, imported to their homes, live with them. Those 37 percent or 32 percent or whatever it is. They're the ones that are going to let this country get screwed up and run into the hole. That's all I have to say is thank you, Chris, for being an idiot. <laughs> oh, that's the, hey, that's sacrilegious. What? Oh, no, Chris isn't a governor. I don't This has nothing to say that I believe in. No, no, I'm just, I was just blending. At the beginning of the show, one of our good uh, religious leaders locally said that, uh, but he was actually saying that you shouldn't name call uh, people in government. And which just out of curiosity, Ken, who do you think the big guy is? Why, I wouldn't think it would be Joe Biden. I mean, holy hell, it's only his son and his brother and every other relative involved in China. Why would he be the big guy? Yeah, yeah, it could have been the head of China. Hell yes, it's Joe Biden. Any fool knows that. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thanks for the clarification. All right, we've got to appreciate the call, Ken. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much again. for calling in. All right, we do appreciate it. Well, we have a text if I get this... This you have to keep working to darn get it. thing <laughs> to work. T- t- tell me how you, what you did this weekend while I do this. Nope, it's not going to work. Nothing. No. All right. Well, Kevin, we have to start over the again. Text machine is busted. Well, you know, anyway. really, I mean, the Biden family, they're certainly the making a lot family. of money. The Biden crime family. I won't call them the Biden crime family, but there certainly is enough evidence there that, you know, if, if we're Donald Trump, they'd be demanding, demanding that investigation take place. And one of the things that uh, was asked of Jen Psaki was if the Joe Biden would support, President Biden would support an independent investigator, uh, you know, to look into this. And, of course, she dissembled and wouldn't give a straight answer and saying that. That Biden again has never talked to his son about this stuff. 
but yet he wrote that letter of recommendation. Of course, she also thinks she's an unbiased spokesman for the White House, even though she's going to work for MSNBC well, next how do month. You, how do you think it would play out, did you know, that, she, that Joe Biden writes a letter of recommendation for one of Hunter's uh, Chinese business contact sons if he didn't discuss China, his foreign affairs and foreign business with his, uh, with his father? Well, now, what did I tell you off, Mike? I'll say it on the, on the air now. The funny thing about all the things that Hunter Biden is being investigated for, and let's let's give him the presumption of innocence, you know, just for the sake of discussion, all of these things can be innocent. This idea of lobbying, you are permitted to lobby, and you are permitted to represent other countries, and you are permitted to take money from foreign sources and, okay. and claim it. How long have you known me? But the Long question, time, right? But the question is, why do any of these things that might be illegal if you don't have to? If I was suddenly offered uh, $500,000 a year to serve as a consultant to Bulgarian trash collection, mm-hmm. would you think there was something funny about that if I happened to be the son of the President of the United States. Well, no, that's influence peddling, but that's perfectly legal. You can take that money, say you are a trash expert because you take out two big brown bags every week and put them on the curb, so that makes you Sunday's an expert. three. Okay, well, so that's that's great. All right, so you're an expert, but that's perfectly legal. You just but have to register the money. That, don't you think there is enough? Well, that's one of I mean, the issues about... with the government. That's one of the issues with Hunter Biden. He hasn't registered, uh, right. and number one, that he's got a lot point. of money that he can't account for. That's my point. I didn't make it well, is that all of the things that Hunter Biden is accused of uh, pushing the rules and doing illegally, or being talked about for having done illegally, are perfectly legal if you stay within the bounds. You know, so you might make a little less money because you have to have your you know, your accountant fill out the forms that say, I got $500,000 in trash money from Bulgaria, or whatever it happens to be. But all of the things he's accused of doing and crossing over the line, you are permitted to do it legally. I mean, think of how many people in Washington just capitalize on some Somebody's name, but if you haven't registered as a foreign agent, a well, yeah, that's a foreign the, well, that's agent, the then you then that's you the are line. illegal. Right, that's you're the doing line. it illegally. Right, that's where he crosses the line. You got to register and pay. Of course, then if you got to pay taxes on the money properly, I, mean, I, I also. think Chris has just got his head in the sand when he says that they talk about the big guy, ten percent for the big guy, but it certainly isn't Joe Biden. Well, well, who would it be? There's no one else whose name has come up in connection with this that, <laughs> that's ahead of it and leading it. Well, it's not incontrovertible, but it's. Certainly seems like it might be a, a possibly considering that it could be maybe apparent to some people. Oh boy, there's a waffle if I ever heard one. Actually, one of our listeners sets me straight, says, yes, Mark, it is legal to lobby for foreign nations as long as you register as a foreign agent. Yeah, that's my whole point. That's what I was trying to say and never said it. This is News Radio 1070 WDK, OK Sunbury. Tomorrow, the Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way is going to be on the show.